Today's guest is Rebecca Wall. Rebecca has been in the disability space since 2012 when she started and led Recess, a respite ministry, and Foursquare, a sibling support group ministry in Dallas, Texas. Rebecca is the programs director at 99 Balloons, a nonprofit ministry out of Fayetteville, Arkansas, where she seeks to educate, equip, and train churches on 99 Balloons ministry models for respite, teens, and adults. She desires to see the church embrace, include, and celebrate each and every person made in the image of Christ. Welcome to The Banquet, a podcast that inspires by highlighting stories of the dedicated men and women doing ministry amongst the special needs and disability populations and equips those already engaged in the margins by answering the practical, on-the-ground questions of the ministry. I'm Allie McCarty, and today we have Rebecca Wall with us on the air. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Allie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Rebecca, we are so excited to have you back with us again. And last time you were with us, we got to hear about your work with Recess, the respite care ministry through 99 Balloons. So can you update our listeners on your role at 99 Balloons and share what 99 Balloons is all about? Yes, absolutely. So I'm happy to be back and happy to get to share about kind of what's been going on in our world. I am currently the programs director for 99 Balloons, which is an organization based out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Our mission at 99 Balloons is to build inclusive communities so that every person with a disability and their family can live a full life within relationships. So we believe that each and every person bears the image of our creator. And as an organization, we come alongside of churches to encourage them, empower them, and equip them to embrace and include people with differing abilities. And so that's what we're all about at 99 Balloons. And my specific role as programs director, I have the privilege of overseeing the development and the execution of our three models of ministry. So we have recess, which is respite care. We have remix for teens and befriend for adults. And so I get to connect with churches all over the world, which is so fun. And I get to equip them to start and maintain these models of ministry. And so we, at 99 Balloons, we provide curriculum, training, and tools to our partners as they bring these models of ministry to their local community. And I believe last time I was on this podcast, I got to share in depth about our respite model of ministry called Recess. And I mentioned that we were preparing our newest model of ministry, Befriend, which brings meaningful and mutual friendships to adults experiencing disability. And so since we last spoke about a year ago, we have launched six Befriend communities in three different states, and we are excited to officially launch this model out into the world this year. Wow, that sounds awesome. Um, so I would love to hear more about this new ministry, Befriend. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, I would love to. So Befriend is, oh goodness, so simple and so profound at the same time. I would sum it up in one word, that word being relationships. Befriend is a relational model of ministry for typical adults. We call those typical adults advocates and our adults experiencing disability. And within this model, it includes pairing and one-to-one friendships. 
And so our befriend communities are small groups of adults. We simply sit in our differences and we come together simply to get to know one another. They, um, these befriend gatherings are monthly. Sorry, I'll start that over. <laughs> our befriend community gatherings are monthly. We gather about eight to 10 typically developing adults, eight to 10 adults experiencing disability. And we simply do things that adults like to do. We gather around a table, we share a meal, we tell stories, we simply share our lives with one another. Games are always played, sports are watched, pumpkins are carved, babies are held and burped and fed, and dancing, I feel like, always happens. Um, <laughs> but really, the friend just looks like a gathering of adults spending time together with the sole intention of mutual and meaningful friendship. So I'll tell you from these gatherings, we're starting to see one-to-one -one pairing and friendship, which is our ultimate hope for this model is that people will come together, get to know one another and decide to start spending time outside of these monthly gatherings. And so people's lives are starting to merge a bit more genuine friendship between typically developing adults and adults experiencing disability is happening so that's really it it's so simple so profound literally people are just making space in their lives to connect with one another and honestly just the church being the church so that's the friends and it's my favorite it's so fun <laughs> wow i'm just so fascinated by the friend and really what it is i just love how easy it is and how attainable it is for others to um replicate and join in on um, it really just sounds like such a beautiful dynamic that you're creating. So, um, but I want to know why did you all create the friend or I guess more of how did you discover the need for a ministry like the friend? Yeah. So we, like I kind of mentioned before with recess, we've been hosting that and we've helped like over 60 churches at this point start recess at their churches. And um, we have gotten to see, you know, as these children are growing up, we realize that once school is over for them, there are very few opportunities for social relationships or events, um, things to do. And so we have seen how most relationships for adults experiencing disability are limited to their family members or someone who has paid to be with them. And so that is not the case for all but we have seen it be the case for many. And honestly, what a better place for the church to step in. You know, the church is all about relationships and community. And yet mm -hmm. our, adult, our adult friends experiencing disability continue to face isolation. And they desire to have a meaningful fr friendship, just like you do and just like I do. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so often, you know, in the church, in our community, these relationships never happen organically. I mean, that probably comes as no surprise to you mm -hmm. um, that our society is not set up in a way where typically developing adults and adults experiencing disability naturally come together. And mm -hmm. so honestly, both groups of people are missing out on some of the most beautiful and life-giving friendships. And so our heart with the friend and why why we created it is because our world needs a bridge to make that happen. And so befriend is a bridge to get these two groups of people together to spend time with one another. And 
we say this all the time at 99 balloons but we at 99 balloons believe that when you spend time together you start to care about one another and once you start to care about one another beautiful things will happen and this has proved true with befriend and so we created it because the need is there and with this program and the bridge we are creating we as the church can come together to meet that need wow yeah wow i love all of that that is just so cool um so can you share with our listeners a little bit about the history of the relationship between the adults with disabilities population and the church yes i would love to um I will, I always, first and foremost, will start out kind of with just what scripture tells us, because as believers, that's kind of where we look um, to know how we need to operate as the church. And so I will say, you know, we use this passage all the time in 2 Corinthians 12, Paul talking about the body of Christ and how we are all needed and we are all valued and wanted. And in order for us to look like the church, all need to be there. And so I'll read just a little passage of that from 2 Corinthians 12. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. And so honestly, we believe that we are a fuller picture of the body of Christ when we have all people, regardless of their ability, present as God has commanded, functioning as the body of Christ. And we all need each other. And this includes children, teens, and adults with disability and their mm, families. Yeah. And so history of the church, relationship of the church, like this is the bar that's set. This is what, what scripture tells us to do. But honestly, that's not always happening. Um, when I think about it, I think of how the statistic of 20% of the population has some form of a disability, whether that be physical, intellectual, developmental, um, along the spectrum of disability. And so that is one in five. And mm -hmm. so Allie, like, when I think about this, it makes me question, is that represented in my life? One in five people. And there are times when that certainly was not the case and candidly like I can still improve in this area and I <laughs> have devoted my life to full-time disability ministry <laughs> um we all can improve in this and so I will tell you our churches are not representative of this statistic and a lot of people will say well we don't have adults with disability in our church or there aren't any families that have children here and I quickly will probably agree with that because they're true. A lot of times they're not there and that's the problem. Um, our friends with disability are the most unchurched population in the world. And that is always a hard thing for me to say, but it is true and uh, yeah. they're not present. So we have got to figure out a way that we move toward inclusion. We move toward invitation toward getting our friends transportation to come to church, toward making our spaces accessible so they can enter our buildings, um, toward allowing our friends with disability to use their gifts to serve the church and to celebrate that. 
And we have seen how Befriend, that bridge that we have created, is helping us to move toward this. And so I will say, like, to answer your question, the relationship with the church, we know what scripture's commanded. We know the reality. We know we're not meeting that need. And so at 99 Blooms, we're hoping that this will be one way and one tool that churches will will use to try to change that narrative and to change that story. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think all that you just shared really demonstrates um, the need for a ministry like Befriend. Um, And I just love it. I also work with adults with disabilities, and I've seen all that you're describing here firsthand. Um, And I mean, you're right. After high school, there are less opportunities for uh, people to get people with disabilities to get involved in, which in turn, their friendships and their supports and um, their social groups, they all begin to dwindle. And it's unfortunate. It shouldn't be like that. Um, And like you've said, it really moves them into a place of isolation. And um, what better way for the church to step into that? Um, Yeah, and I have 100% seen several churches I mean not a ton but several that are doing it really well and you know their friends with disability are helping to serve communion and they are part of the choir or they are out there serving coffee and pie or working with children and they will tell you time and again like their body is better for it you know they are being loved and cared for by these friends with disability um because they're there and they're included and so it's it's really beautiful for sure when mm-hmm. it is done well and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful our churches will start to look like that and be more representative of that. Right. Yeah, cuz that's us welcoming them into the full body life of the church, not just the relational side or um the spiritual side but the whole body life of the church. Um Absolutely. that's really cool. Yeah. So why would you are you actually touched on this a little bit already but why do you think it is important for churches to even consider a program like this? Oh, goodness. Okay. I've probably said this nine times already, but we are just missing out. We really are missing out on the beauty and the gifts that our friends experiencing disability have to offer the church. I mean, you know, and I know they have gifts just like I do. They have passion, love, and service to offer the body of Christ. And so, I mean, personally, I can speak from my experience. I know my life and my view of the gospel and my understanding of who Jesus is has been incredibly shaped and impacted because I am in relationship with people that are different than me. And I think that anyone that has spent any time with our friends with disability would say the same thing. And I mean, I, the other day, one of our advocates that participates in Befriend he has formally been involved in disability for over 10 years and looked me in the eyes and just said, this has been the most profound thing I have ever been a part of in all of my years of ministry. Mm-hmm. It has been a lifeline for his family and they are just so grateful for this community that it has brought to them because it really is, it really is mutual you know, you are getting to know them and they are getting to know you. And, you know, I, I don't go to befriend to serve and to like check that box and to do a good deed. Like I'm there cause they are my friends, you know, and, 
that's what he is saying and why it's so profound is because it truly is it truly is a family and i'll say for churches like why i want people to consider this it's such an easy first step like you said earlier it is just so simple and everybody can make space at their table in their home to spend time with someone who's different from them that's not a hard ask i'm not asking them to to start this whole big thing and just asking them to welcome someone into their home and so anyone can do it and yet you know catch 22 we at 99 balloons have to create this whole program to help make this happen we i mean we've provided guidelines and policies to make it safe and healthy for everybody involved you know we want to provide equipping to our advocates to help them better understand how to engage our friends with different abilities and how to successfully build an inclusive community so that we all thrive. And I mean, we have the program and resources ready for the church and prayerfully churches will feel led to take this step. And honestly, it will better their community and their church if they do. Hmm. Yeah. And I just think it's so cool that the friend Um, is an opportunity for the church to step up and step in to see this need. Um, I think, like you've talked about already, the church, capital C, you know, global, um, we could all do a little more outreach to the adults with disabilities populations uh, within our own communities. And like we said before, invite them to participate into the full body life of the church. And it's just so cool that Befriend is a ministry that can help bridge that gap between the the church and the adults with disability population. Well, and how, how encouraging that like anyone can do this. Like you don't have to be a special ed major. You don't have to be a therapist or a professional. Anybody can make spaghetti and grab a deck <laughs> of Uno cards and like, you will have the best two hours of your life, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just what I want people to hear is like, I know there's probably a lot of fear and stigma and wanting to make sure, you know, you have your decks in a row so you don't do anything wrong. Like, forget that. Just come as you are and you will be accepted and loved by our friends with disability and it will be beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. So I would also love to hear some success stories. I want to hear what God is really doing through this ministry and what you've seen um, as you participated in it. Oh, my word. Okay, this is a fun question. So (laughs) I will tell you just a couple. I will say, first and foremost, for our advocates, you know, our people who are coming to contribute and to serve and um, to be present, they quickly realize that they are being served and loved on in return. And Mm. they are going and receiving authentic, pure, unfiltered friendship from our adult friends experiencing disability. And I know you probably experienced this and other people listening, like we work so hard in our typical friendships for years to get to the place where you are comfortable being you, you're comfortable being silly, you are comfortable sitting in silence, you are comfortable, you know, just embracing the moments that are not smooth, you know, and, that takes so much time in typical friendships. And I've had so many people look me in the eyes and being like, I have found quick more quickly than ever in my life, true, authentic, 
friendship that you come as you are and you're fully accepted and celebrated on both ends, advocates and our friends with disability. And so I think for me, it's really fun to see people discover that. And so that is, I would say, one success story or one fun story from this is just getting to see, you know, typical adults having no experience with disability come in and be like, oh my gosh, this is, this is life changing. And this is, this is what friendship is. Yeah. Um, and then a couple, two quick stories with our friends with disability, one being my friend Paula, who I spend time with weekly. Um, she is in her early fifties. We met because of Befriend and she would tell you that she was considered to be a hermit and she calls herself a couch potato. Um, <laughs> before Befriend, she wouldn't leave her house. She had a lot of social anxiety and because of the way she had been treated in the past, just would stay at home. And her staff, I will never forget when she called and said, oh my goodness, because like ever since Paula came to befriend, she has come alive. You know, she has become more social. She started to participate in evening activities, talking to her friends, talking about her friends. And that alone is beautiful. Someone that was fully living in isolation because of their disability and the fear of rejection from typical people is now come alive into who she is because she was invited and she now comes to church with me, which is beautiful. And what, what an an amazing ministry that I feel like I get to have on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. Um, she comes with me. She's known by my family and friends by the church. And honestly, our lives are just both better because we had the opportunity to meet and it took so cool. Be friends saying, Hey, we're going to get together and eat, you know, pizza on Saturday night. <laughs> um, so that's my personal story with my friend Paula. And then the last one that this just recently happened and I can't, can't get over it. Um, a young man who's in his early twenties, he had been invited to befriend and he came with his brother the first couple of times. And, and quickly we realized they had never, he had never been left alone without a family member in his entire life. So coming to befriend is a really a big deal. And last month, his mom and his brother left him with us. And I, I get choked up every time thinking about, you know, his family was able to entrust us with him because we are his friends and we are his mm-hmm. community. Right. And they have never had that before. And I can't imagine the bravery that it took for them to leave their son, but they did. And he <laughs> came alive and gave me the hardest time because apparently I don't know how to play dominoes the right way. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, was at a table with his friends, his community and his parent or his mom and his brother walked back in to a scene where their son was surrounded by people who love him, care for him. And they're watching him love and care for us. And it truly was beautiful. And just a reminder of why this model is so special and why it is so needed because there are some adults out there that have never, never had a community to be left with. And we get to be that for him. Wow. I love that you were able to get feedback from people that do everyday life with those two people that you shared the stories from. 
that's just really special that you were able to hear um, that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I could go on and on all day long, <laughs> but I mean, some, some parents are like, they came home and told me everyone's name. They have never remembered anyone's name Aww. before. You know, they've never talked about friends before, you know, stories like that, where again, we ate spaghetti and we played dominoes or, you know, like that was all we did, mm-hmm. but that was life changing for, for these friends. So Lord knows I could go on and on, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so can I ask, what is your long-term vision for Befriend? Or I guess, what is your hope for Befriend to be and for it to become? We hope that people's hearts will be stirred so that they will see the beauty and value added to their life when they get to know someone who's different than them. And so at 99 Balloons, we are all about relationships. And we say all the time, I'll say it again, uh, that when people get to know one another, you start to care about one another. And that's when God, God's really going to work and beautiful things are happening. And that's when I think our world will shift. And so my vision is that we have different communities all over our country. I would love to see multiple groups within one church. I would love to see a church really embrace this model and make it what they do with community. But honestly, it's not about the numbers or how many different communities start, but it's about someone who is considered to be typical, having their life enriched by someone who's a bit different than they are and having their world shift a little bit to include their new friends, to receive the love offered to them by their friend and showing their community that that we're better together. And then on the flip side, it's about, you know, one adult friend experiencing disability, feeling a sense of belonging and feeling known and having the opportunity to love on and care for and pour into someone else's life. The value that that adds is immense. And so everybody benefits from these relationships. And I, my heart and my vision and my hope is that other, that more and more people will just get to experience what I have through Befriend because it is contagious, and I think, I think our world can quickly change if, if we start to embrace these relationships and these communities. And so oh, that's my long-term vision, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I really do think that every church needs to consider this. And, yeah, I just love it because, like you said, it's just – so simple but it's also so exceptional it's very different and um it goes it goes where jesus would go it goes um to where the lord's heart goes um and i love that like you said before that befriend is that bridge between the church and um the adults with disabilities in our community so yeah so one last question before um we have to close Um, For our listeners, can you share um, how they can get involved? Yes. So like I said before, anybody can get involved with Befriend. Anybody can start one. Um, As we start to kind of roll out this new model of ministry, we just need someone that's willing to kind of host the gathering, gather people together, and to help make Befriend happen each and every month. And so if there are people listening that desire to do that, you can 
email me at Rebecca at 99 balloons.org. And I can walk them through kind of the step-by-step process of starting and launching a different community. And I mean, we have all the training, like I said, policies, tools that are needed to get Befriend started. It's very easy. And so I would definitely befriend or not, would just love to connect with anybody that wants to see their church be more inclusive, whether that's children, teens, adults, families as a whole. Um, we at 99 Blooms have programming ready for you. And we, I mean, would love nothing more than to help make churches more inclusive. Wow, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts with us, Rebecca. You are so welcome. Until next time on Welcome to the Banquet. Our guests are truly amazing people, so we encourage you, our listeners, to connect with them. Contact information and short bios will be listed in the details of this podcast. Thanks for listening, and join us next time at Welcome to the Banquet.